you roll me whatever you want But I can shine in armor Or the magic spell caster Roll the die Hoping for a 20 might get the one The clash of grits can turn the tide Of the battle The dungeon master has saved the tale for us Let's dance this journey new year everybody it's clash of crits and we're here with a special episode today we have chappy what's up everybody it's your boy chappy not cletus it's chappy today and a fun fact about me is i have been a member of clash of crits for over a year now You definitely have, and pre-Clash of Crits, uh, like what, eight years? Something like that, seven, eight. Yeah. We're going to let that slide. Ah, uh, whatever. Dude, one of his facts before was that he has no facts. Okay. I forgot about <laughs> like, that. Uh, I don't know I what I'm about that. Hey, don't at Chappie. Facts. Let him do what he do. Let I me cook. Can, I'm not, yeah. technically I am your cousin, so I can't. You are my you. cousin. No, my bad. Yeah, got your fucking days. <laughs> you, you like my favorite cousin, though. Next we have is Osokuma. Hey, it's also Kuma. Um, uh, not fun fact, but real fact. Uh, I am broke as fuck right now. You know, we got we got hit with uh, Christmas on the twenty fifth. I got four kids. Then uh, four days after that is my son's birthday. Then can't go remember shit. <laughs> we got New Year's, and then if you're Hispanic, somehow they force you to celebrate Three Kings Day, where you have to give more gifts on. And that was yesterday. So <laughs> I am so glad my mother never did that. <laughs> never did that. See, but your mom's smart. What I one thing that I absolutely love about your mom because she thinks ahead of time is that she buys gifts through the year. She does, so that she doesn't have to stress. Yeah. When December hits. Mm -hmm. Very smart. Very smart. I've thought about it multiple times and have not done it. Yeah. <laughs> if I got to get presents for the 25th, I'm buying them on like the 23rd, 25th. <laughs> exactly. Sometimes I'll be like, oh, I'm sick. I got a bellyache. I'll see you on the 27th, dog. <laughs> You're buying it week of. And you're just like, I wonder when Amazon's going to get here. Yeah. Like <laughs> And the way the Amazon truck was set up. <laughs> the way yo, the Amazon was set up, all your gifts was going to arrive before the 24th. Yeah, oh, you yeah. know, like when you be ordering shit, it got the two-day delivery. And then it'd be like, we'll see you on the 27th to the 29th of the next month. Watch. And then these motherfuckers are going to turn this into cock day. So on fucking 7th, I have to give other gifts. Watch. This is shit's going to happen. It's going to turn into a goddamn holiday. Cock fest. Wouldn't you love that if that was a real thing? I mean, yeah. Yeah, I would. I okay, would. then shut the fuck up. I'll make the sacrifices for you. Last but not least, we got Drop a Crit. What's good, everybody? It's your boy Drop a Crit here. Welcome to the fucking new year, everybody. 
my dropper fact is that I love Cartoon Network over Disney and Nickelodeon cartoons. Fair, it's fair. You're gonna offend a lot of people with that one. We've uh, had a conversation on one of our late night traffics about this, and yeah, yeah, go check it out. Uh, Cartoon Network wins. Big, um, big roster. Yeah, and um, there's me, Psycho. And my fun fact today is, I mean, I guess it's not really a fun fact. I mean, like, it it was, it just happened. I was going to say my fun fact was my favorite game of the year, which is Baldur's Gate 3. But, like, it also won game of the, like, it also won game of the year for 2023 and everything like that. Like, rightfully so, because, like, that shit's lit. Um, but I feel like because it won game of the year, I figured I'd, uh, I'd uh, choose something else since, you know, that was apparently the world's. Uh, favorite game of the year. So let me look at the games my list I beat. Um, Basic bitch. <laughs> I would have to say. Um, Hold up. I know you'll call Duty buying ass and say something. I did. I bought it. I didn't say it was the best. Hercules, I'm ashamed of myself. Hercules. I would have to say that Remnant 2. If you played Remnant 1. Don't play Cross from the Ashes. But if you played Remnant 1, then you probably understand what I'm saying because Remnant 2 was just everything about Remnant 1 but better. And I'm definitely excited to see where they're going forward. And a lot of people actually would argue that that's the best of the year. It, it yeah, I mean yeah. like it was it was an amazing game. Um the only the loudest you know who are the loudest people about who, what game of the year it should be? Spider-Man. It was a good game. Sure. But get over it. It got zero and seven for for a reason. It might have got nominated, but it didn't get picked for a reason. Get over it. Damn. That's like every Spider-Man game that comes out. Low <laughs> <laughs> off topic. How was this? Because I remember playing Remnant One like during like amazing. Game. Remnant oh. Two is awesome. Like I loved the first one, and then like I played Chronos from the Ashes, which was supposed to be like the prequel sequel, and that was apps hot garbage because. Like Kronos from the Ashes decided to try to do like their original their original plan because that was actually what they originally wanted the game to be like, and then they were like, "No, you gotta do something different because that's way too much like a Souls like," and it was just a very simple, poorly done Souls like. Um, but the first one is a Souls like, but it's a third person shooter instead, and it's it's also like a three player based uh, like multiplayer. Um, it's very very good, and Remnant Two is amazing. A, a, I don't know if the deal if the DLC just came out, but there's also a DLC coming for it already and everything like that. Like I am super hyped. I finally got my brothers to like play it, play it, and they played it more than I me. Mean. They were on that shit every week. It's just bullshit because I tried to get them to play Remnant One for fucking ever. It'd be like that. Yes, yes, it do be like that. <laughs> um. Anyways, so we're here today. Because it's the new year. And from it being the new year, we decided to make an episode about our year. You know? Um, when we started doing this, and like we technically did this, we've been do technically doing this a little bit longer, but this it's been a year of releases. Um, at least for me, I'll tell you, my entire life changed. Like, how I went about my life, how I scheduled my life, everything changed when we started doing this. Yeah. I don't think I've had a tighter schedule. <laughs> yeah. With with this. Oh, man. It's all worth it. It's all worth <laughs> it. But I, I feel like I schedule my life a lot tighter because of this. The amount of commitment 
that I don't have in my body is <laughs> all just this. It's, it's true. Like, and like, like not like shit talking chapter or whatever, but the only reason why he was like, we, he, we, we play D and D every week is because I'd be like, bro, you coming? Blah, blah, blah. For like the first, like chunk. Cause he just doesn't like to be like, yeah, I'll be there next week. I just be doing my own thing. <laughs> like my beginning, like, like like halfway through the year, Psycho and I have had multiple conversations about like how proud we are of yeah. Chappie Good. being committed to something. Applaud me. <laughs> I mean, like, I mean, like, Chappie, you know what it is. You are like, I, I know who I am. Yeah, yeah, you're like, dude, I just started this new thing. I'm gonna do it, and it's gonna be X, Y, and Z. Uh-huh. And then you stop, like, and then you're two have, weeks later. You have a bathroom in your house that's been the same for three years <laughs> with no ceiling. <laughs> Me, Little Wayne, same. <laughs> you and Chicken Little, same. <laughs> yeah. Um, boy, did it change everything. Oh, Changed yeah. absolutely everything. Um, I think the the biggest struggle, I think, throughout the entire year has been keeping up with the content. <laughs> But yeah. we did it. We did it. There's we, no lapses. There's nope. no lapses. Every single week, there, every Sunday, there has been a release. Something's and dropped. There have been times where we're just like, oh, shit, what's going to happen? We got to do something. Yep. We've even <laughs> sacrificed our own personal D&D days. Yes. To yep. get this shit done. So you motherfuckers better like it. <laughs> like, love it. And if you don't, bitch, Fuck. love it. Fuck right. Yeah. It's just it ain't going nowhere. Yeah. Um, no way. Because like I do the uh, I do the editing right, and when I we were, we we like backlogged a bunch of episodes uh, for our initial release. Who is fire? And you know I was like doing it. It was fun, taking my time, whatever. Blah blah blah. And then when it started releasing, and then like you know we. Uh, we started focusing on social media stuff as they were releasing. Then when it got down to like we were running out and things like that, it then became that I'm spending 10 to 20 hours a week now on editing. <laughs> it's 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 just another part-time job. And like I have three part. I already have right. like three part-time jobs myself. So this is like a fourth one. Yep. And now like when you talk about like tightest scheduling, I, my, I know what I'm doing from when I wake up at 6.30 in the morning to when I hit, like, my uh, my bed pillow at, like, 11.30 midnight. I know, uh, like, almost everything I'm doing every day. This scheduling has... I give... Also, I give you credit because I know you have four kids. And, like, me doing, like, trying to do, like, school while I'm doing this. I'm like, I'm going to jump off the closest bridge I find because I need time to type this out and go go record or go record then come back to study for the this time machines and a little time turn thing from Harry Potter yeah you, I need that I need that right now oh, <laughs> I wish I wish I could just like go back in time and like redo things or be able to stop time so that I can just get shit done uh, yeah one of the hardest uh things with everything that's going on because like i'm working you know two jobs and then doing this and stuff like that is trying to find specific time to actually just be a dad and be with my kids and that's the most important thing to me but 
it gets hard. <laughs> it gets hard where I'm just like, I'm at work and I'm just like, I'm going to fucking collapse because I'm tired. <laughs> And you try like your car is like, yo, why you look so sleepy? I was recording. You record? Yeah, I record podcast. For what? Well, D&D. you got a podcast. You tired because y'all was playing D D in the morning? Yes, cause we're dedicated, motherfucker. Yes, I'm tired. Mm-hmm. You go sit somewhere for 12 hours on a Sunday. <laughs> and come holler at me. The same for the faint of heart, motherfuckers. We got real life stress and then we got fantasy stress. <laughs> <laughs> then we got fantasy, fantasy stress. Yeah, I just show up. I'll be here, you know, doing my thing. I'll be on the social media hollering at y'all. And then he go home and he play with twigs in his hot tub. I do be in the hot tub talking to you guys. On social media. <laughs> Just know if you're talking to Chappie, he's probably s- sitting in some soup. Yep. Nine times out of ten. Yep. Rain, sleet, or snow. And just look for the y'alls. If there's a y'all being said, it's me. <laughs> oh, boy. It's me. Hello. You, you don't understand how it feels for it to be cold as shit, snowing outside. Chappie sent the pictures of him in the hot tub. Just relaxing. <laughs> At 8.30 in And the you morning. know you got shit to do and you're just like, fuck you. <laughs> the best is when I send it to people that are already doing things. When you're already <laughs> clocked in to work. Uh-huh. Just being mad as shit. You're like, damn, this sexy motherfucker sitting in this hot tub. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. That, that's exactly how we are. Like, yeah. damn. This goddamn mm-hmm. heartthrob out here in this hot, hot Ooh, tub. Is like man, wish I was soaking with Chappie right yeah. now. Yeah. Looking like a bear in a ravine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Goddamn. A bear in a ravine. <laughs> yeah, and like, maybe it's just because, like, we ourselves are trying to be, like, ambitious, but, you know, um, we're not just doing audio stuff. You know what I mean? We've also. Um, like also Kuma is doing like some husband doing some art things. Um, we are doing like video recordings. Um, if you uh, her saw us like for like Gen Con, we even like try like uh, like doing like all the like promo things like with like goodie bags. We're doing we made promos. We did a bunch of promo swaps this year. Um, we're trying a to bunch of promo yeah. swaps. Yeah, we're like and like it could be overly ambitious, but like we're just trying to do it all. You know. Yeah, and yeah. it has been fun, but man, it is it's it's work. It's work. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's it's, it like, is, it's like I said, it's like a whole nother job. It's consistent dedication, that's for sure. Yeah. Consistent dedication, even just like picking up just a phone and being on Twitter for an hour, answering yeah. questions and, and 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 a lot of people say like, you know, with you know, their groups like a lot of groups, one person does everything. That's true. And Social media kills. Like, if you're doing like, if you're doing all the editing and then you're trying to organize everything else, and then on top of that, you have to do social media. Mm-hmm. Imagine like really not having a life. Like, yeah. <laughs> which like, I, I knew that that was like, because when we first did this, I was like, hey, just so you guys know, social media is the last thing that like, <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> I'm not doing that because I'm gonna be doing uh, a bunch of the other stuff. Oh yeah. Because I know everyone talks about how it's like. A job in and of itself. And that is true. And now I get why there's people who literally get paid to do this. Handle somebody's social media. Oh yeah. Especially if they have to stay active like twenty four seven. Met a lot of awesome people though. Yeah. 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 That's Hell yeah. Definitely the uh one of the uh 
one of the coolest things I'd say that happened this year was doing social media stuff. We were able to expand out and reach the community. You know, like for someone who's played a bunch of video games for, you know, my entire life, I've never been like that person to really make like online friends. And which is like, I guess is like kind of surprising, but yeah. cause you play a lot of video games. I play a lot of video of games. Us. Plays yes. the most video games. Um, period. Like I even had like a goal to see how many video games I could beat in one year, which I've been doing uh, this year. And I'm at 25. Damn. Solid. Yeah. So for someone who's played, who plays a lot of games, you know what I mean? I've never really had like online friends and like my f- this has been my first experience of really like reaching out and like creating friendships with people that I didn't know in person. Yeah, no. A, a lot of people talk shit about like Twitter or X, whatever you want to call it now. But like I really appreciate Twitter because of the growth that we've been able to have and like Yeah. The D&D community, the TTRPG community just in general on Twitter can be very very supportive. Yes. We were very surprised when we first first started like hopping into things and stuff like that. And we were able to meet some good friends. I mean, people that we've been able to meet in person in Gen Con, but uh, people like Jeff, the DM from Big Campaign, Campaign, we talk to him literally like on a daily now on Discord. And at least something. It's it's great. I mean, and I I know that we all definitely would like love to like meet him in person one day, and we'll probably set something up for it, but. Hopefully Gen Con next year. Yeah. 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 Shit. We'll fuck it. We'll fly out there and drag his ass there. <laughs> All right. I'll go to Seattle right the fuck now. Yeah. And then we'll go a little bit down to Tacoma and grab Scott from Dust Thunder. Yep. <laughs> yeah, if, we're, if we're there, might as well, right? right? <laughs> we'll just get Road the, whole, trip? the whole gang together. Uh-huh. Different sense. But, you know, I've never, like, had, like, an online friend and met them before. And, like, doing that at Gen Con was one of the coolest... I think experiences. Oh yeah, yeah. I had a couple Call of Duty friends from back in the day that I like met and hung out with, and still talk to kind of to this day. We don't even play Call of Duty together anymore. That was kind of cool. But all about the all those team like based games, competitive games. You tend to just flock in and hang out with the same people. Hmm. Yeah, I've never made any like online friends through games or anything like that. I usually play games with like people that I know, and if I'm playing with people I don't know, like Mike's off. Like mm-hmm. now, Mike's off. Mike is off now. <laughs> I'll jump actually in the Discord and just be waiting to see if somebody pops in and talks to me. I think I made my first like online friend from gaming like last year. I'm proud of you. Like, to playing 2K, and I met this dude named J Rock from Kansas City. Wonderful person. Hell yeah. Yeah, the closest thing, I think, for me, making, like, an online friend outside of this, um, me and uh, Chappie were playing a lot of Destiny when it first came out. And I made friends with one person where, like, we played together for, like, two, three days straight. And then, like, never connected again after that. <laughs> <laughs> so that was, like, the closest I got. Hey, sometimes those are the most beautiful relationships ever. <laughs> the quick short ones. Yep. Shout out the guy who sat next to me on the plane back from Florida for three hours. <laughs> <laughs> he said he's gonna get his son to listen to us, so that'd be cool. Yeah, Mr. Tampa Bay. 
That's what you called him? Yeah, no, that's not what I called him. But he you can't just, remember his name? I don't remember his name. I don't think he ever told me his name. <laughs> really cool dude. He was running marathons. He's such said a he, beautiful one-night stand. Yeah. I don't even know your name. Right. <laughs> it, it, it was, it's it's it, actually crazy how many people you can have full conversations with and never even exchange names. Oh, you tell me. Like, at Gen Con, the group of guys, I don't think I at all. No. I, th- I think I got... The big drunk dudes? Yeah. Yeah, no. Not us. The big drunk dudes not named us. <laughs> We're big drunk dudes, but the other big <laughs> drunk dudes. Like all those local dudes? Yeah. 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 None. <laughs> none. And we, none. like, made friends with them. Mm-hmm. Friends with them. Yeah, yeah. They loved Droppa. <laughs> they did love Droppa. Then it was me. We were chatting up our boys over at AARPG. My grandpa's from another peepaw. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, cool I love fuck. AARPG as well. Uh, Nathan from AARPG is like yeah. one of my, my favorite people that like I've met so far. Like, oh, yeah. And then, this. you know, we hung out with Dork Day. Woo! That's oh, my days. Real shit. Adam <laughs> and Brian. Shout yeah. out you motherfuckers. Love oh. you guys. Uh, <laughs> and then we <laughs> met Slay the Stars. Hey, um, we met um, YF Techno. YF Techno. Yeah, yeah. my uh, personal favorite. <laughs> nah, it's Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Techno. Damn, don't you're, do that. You're number, you're number two. I was actually happy that uh, YF Techno came out there because he was working that that weekend, so he wasn't yeah. even sure if he was gonna make it, mm-hmm. but. He said, fuck it, I'm making that drive. I need some cock, baby. Let's go. <laughs> hey. <laughs> we shared some beautiful brews, beautiful meals. Great time. It was oh, a yeah. wonderful time. Got to know each other a little bit better. It's mm-hmm. perfect. Yeah. And, and and he's funny. He's a funny yeah. dude. And he's making some pretty awesome games, so go check his shit out. Yeah. At YF Techno on the X. The X. The X. The X. I'm done. I hate that you guys do that. X. That's what it's called. X. <laughs> you two and Elon. X, baby. <laughs> if I don't do it for nobody, I'm going to at least do it for DMX. Yeah. Okay. So, everybody, we're doing a little thing where each one of us is going to ask another one of us three questions about this year. So, I have Psycho. So, I'm going to ask him three questions. And, Psycho, who do you have? Also, Kuma. And also, Kuma, who do you have? I have, uh, what's your name again? Droppa. Droppa. I have Droppa. And I got you. Hey! So I'm going to kick this part off by asking our boy, Psycho, some questions. Are you ready, bud? Sure. All right. As the designated DM and lead editor for the pod... Also, this being your first project of any kind of type like this, where mm-hmm. it's actually just going out there and getting syndicated and all that shit, mm-hmm. what advice would you give someone wanting to start their own podcast? Um, Start. Like, I think the biggest thing uh, was us trying to, like, quote-unquote, find the right time, set up enough, and everything like that. And... Um, realistically, if you have like a microphone and like, this is the stuff that I Googled before we, and I'm like, I don't know. I feel like I need more than that. People just like, if you just got a microphone that can record you, just start doing it, you know? Mm-hmm. And like the biggest intimidating thing for me was uh, the editing part. I have no experience whatsoever with like audio visual, uh, 
uh, tech in any in any sort of way, and I just kind of did it. it. I yeah. just started. I just started. You know what I mean? And I figured the stuff out on myself. You know, some googling, some YouTube, and uh, my brother uh, Timmy Tryhard did a little bit himself, so he was able to show me just like a little bit of things. But um, the biggest, I think, the biggest hurdle. Like when it came to that, the advice that I'd give somebody is you just got to do it. Not doing it is the hard uh, is the hardest part because you can come up with excuse A through Z why you can't. Fire answers. So I think like how like Nike has it, like you just do it. You hey, know what I mean? hit the check, baby. Just do it. That's all we're doing. Um, Nike, give me money. Because I use your... Uh... Hey, right? <laughs> Sponsor us. <laughs> and, like, I'm someone who is, like, very critical on, like, myself when it comes to, like, the own things I do. I'm sure is, too. Even, like, before, like, we recorded our stuff. Like, even after, like, our regular, like, D&D sessions, after, like, you guys leave, I spend, like, a couple hours overall just kind of, like... I don't want to say the word spiraling, but, like, just, like, did I do this correctly you know what i mean was this too hard was that too mm -hmm. this that uh, that too the, uh that and i'm all and i know i'm always going to be like that and but it shows that you care yeah yeah even going through this when uh i first started editing all i wanted to do was just mute myself <laughs> you know, right I, I just wanted to mute my own voice yeah be like god you're just shut the fuck up <laughs> um, and i found out i talk fast as a person yeah you didn't know that beforehand yo and the thing is like you my apparently friends my girlfriend my family has never told me i talk too fast sometimes because the people around you talk fast so it's not really us hearing you talk fast it's just that like when i heard myself i'm like fuck <laughs> oh a lot of things make sense <laughs> <laughs> a lot of those hey eh? <laughs> yeah, a lot of the, when someone asked me a question that I answered, I'm like, oh, it's because I was talking too fast. Like, I that was like the like biggest like glass shattered moment <laughs> of myself. Absolutely rattled. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I think that uh, the biggest advice is to just start. Right on. There's nothing to be afraid of. You just kind of do it. Hell yeah. Great answer. Next question. What's your social security number? Um, two, two, seven, four, six, zero, zero, two, one. And if that's somebody's actual social security number, I'm, I'm so sorry. I'm so goddamn <laughs> sorry. All right. Gotcha, bitch. So you're the DM, yes. the designated DM for the most part. Sure. A lot of, a lot of stuff goes into, and, and when we first started, you were DMing an actual full campaign along with this campaign. Right. And then a pre-campaign, yes, and a post-campaign, yeah, and <laughs> yeah. some middle campaigns, yeah. yeah, and now some more campaigns, yes. But you guys are gonna find out about that at the end of the episode. Um, where the fuck do you draw all your inspirations for all this crazy shit? You know, the as I've stated before, I am a very big gamer. You know, I've played my my entire life. I've been playing video games since I can remember. Um, I remember watching my brothers play Sonic. And like Sparkster uh, on the Sega Genesis when I was a kid, you know, and it's I think being a advent gamer very definitely like opened up a a part of like creativity in my mind that I and I never found like an appropriate outlet for it. I used to like, I guess, 
you know, like play pretend, fantasize about like certain things and everything like that. Yeah. Till I was in like my twenties. You know what I mean? Makes sense. <laughs> like <laughs> checks out. <laughs> like I always envision like combat scene, like like choreographer like choreography like for like anime and things like yeah, that. Yeah, I remember you wanted to do some choreography stuff. Yeah, and like I still do. It's just that, you know, I'm very fat. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um but I it's like literally I've been envisioning certain scenarios that I would always like uh wish that were in games or characters mm-hmm. or abilities or things that happen in games my entire life. And then I found Dungeons and Dragons. You know? Um I played a little bit when I was 18 with my brothers for 3.5. It was cool. Um, then the person who was DMing kind of disappeared, so we didn't play for a long time. And then Chappie, you inquired about it. And so then uh, me, you, and my brother played. And, you know, it like started opening like the floodgates again. And then after that, and then I decided to take up DMing myself. Mm-hmm. And that's when I like, I, because I, I was so stuck in like gamer mode yeah. that I'm like, I'm never going to be a DM because like, I don't want to like be the game. I want to play the game, kind of thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then like, when I you are the system. When I picked up DMing, I'm like, I love this more than being a player. Yeah. Like it was something, and I think that's something that like, there's always going to be the people who like DMing, or, like being a player more than DMing, yeah. like DMing be than being a player. And I think, uh, I think I was just like, naturally like I guess like born to do something like this. Yeah. You know. For sure. And I've pulled all my inspirations from games to shows. And, like, that's what everyone really says to do, you know? Like, yeah. the things that you watch, the things that you play, the things that you do, you you pull inspirations from it. And you kind of create it, like, you create your own thing. Like, I'd say my biggest inspirations for the world that you guys are playing in now would be uh, Final Fantasy. Mm-hmm. Then I would say Fire Emblem would be another one. And a persona. Okay. I don't want to cheat a little bit, but I'm going to ask you another question. Sure. Um, that's not my third question. So you were talking about um, being a DM and switching to all these things. And what at what point of you DMing from switching to a player were you like, this is it. We're like clicked. Do you remember? Like, oh, this is what it means to be a DM. Yeah, like a little DM history background, little something, something from back in the day. I want to say it was during our first campaign when you as Quake mm-hmm. jumped in between your two oh. girlfriends oh. killing each other. Yeah, I got cut in half. And you, had you a- essentially got cut in half and because you, had- you jumped in the way of both their like mortal strikes. Um, it was cold. It was cold. And me then creating pivoting pivoting that's the the guy that you rivaled with the guy that hated you mm-hmm. that like saw the the pay that was everybody was going through mm-hmm. willing to give you like have, have something to save you that like I saw like a moment that I would see in like a show or a game and things like that I'm like oh man that's so like clever blah or yeah. something, something like that and I'm like and the intense moment it created. It was. You bailed me out like a motherfucker. <laughs> Shout out you. But like, 
but it worked so it well. It worked well. Like, me you know just I mean? dying there wouldn't have been as good as... Yeah, because, you know, you then played that character for technically two whole campaigns. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, like, look how... Conne- like, you're connected to that character as a person. It's and, true. You know, it's just... It's one of those things where, like, that character would have been stopped and stunted yeah. if I just let that happen because I couldn't, like... Think of it because it was very early on. Yeah, it was like it was, like the first like twenty sessions. Yeah, it was very early and on. And we played hundreds of sessions of this yeah. fucking. Uh, it was campaign. very early on, and like me as a DM it was very mm-hmm. early on of us playing as like a group, and everyone kind of expected you to just kind of die. You yeah. know what I mean? And Looked like it. Um, felt like it. I would have killed you. I'm, just, I'm not, <laughs> not gonna lie to There's you. There's a reason why you're on across from me. I understand. <laughs> and not at the end of the I table. I fully understand. <laughs> and. I think at that moment, I'm like, I have an opportunity to create something better than just a sad, a guy who just jumped in the way to try to stop his crazy girlfriends from killing each other. I have a moment to, I have a chance to create a memorable moment. It's true. You know what I mean? And that was the, I'd say that was like the first, like truly memorable moment I created as a, as a dungeon master for myself, where I improv something to you know to capture a feeling to slay the story and you know it I like it kind of like helped settle like your problems with that it character did, yeah. um you ended up choosing a girl did and everything like that girl. and like it 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 grew you as a character it grew the entire story it, it helped everything yeah it's great so i'd say like that was like my this is what it means to be a dm moment Nice. That was just a second. I like that. Yeah, that was fire. That was just the second part of my second question. But now, <laughs> my third and final question for you. What was your biggest takeaway from year one? And what are you looking forward to doing most in year two? My biggest takeaway was it's getting over the fear of people not liking your thing, your stuff. It's just something that you have to accept. Yeah. Whether they tell you they like it or not, you know. Um, not being afraid, I guess. It created doing this has I can like and like I'm someone who for the most part who's lived I always tell you guys I don't really have shame. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I'll embarrass the fuck out myself and I give two shits about it. These are you know true. what I mean? I don't have really I don't have secrets. I'm a very honest person. Mm-hmm. And the only thing I say, talk about myself is that I'm very hyper, like hypercritical on my own, of like my own work, and I think my biggest takeaway is that though you could be hypercritical, that should not stop you. And it was at one point I felt like it was holding me back, and mm-hmm. then now I don't stop. I'm not. I'm continuing with what I'm doing and like not trying to stunt myself because I'm worried it's not going to work. And I'd say I figured that moment out. Um after uh the first arc with uh cletus okay because the climax of when you of you fighting luke bryan and everything like that like Mm -hmm. i like i was like internally like i almost like wanted to throw up yeah as like myself uh like about like when we were like when we were recording it because i was nervous i was messing it i was messing it all up i don't know turned out good and i found like people actually like enjoyed it and i and i thought like i completely like you know like shit to bed yeah, you you looked pretty stressed after this the, after the situation, but like like we were all looking at each other like, damn, like 
we fucked up. Like <laughs> Clay just couldn't hit yeah. shit. <laughs> like we thought it was so good that like we couldn't keep up with it. Yeah, and like I after that moment, I was like, I can be, I can be critical on myself, but it doesn't change the fact that I got to keep doing what I'm doing. You know, I, I'll learn as I grow and do. As we all have. <laughs> yeah. 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 This has been a growing thing. Yeah. It's called experience. A growing experience. Okay, Mr. Video Game over there. Ha- that has nothing to do with it being what? a video game. Get to the last question, <laughs> goddammit. Um, one of the things I'm looking forward to the most is I want is more collaborating, actually. Um, I've been having this idea for a large collaboration, and unfortunately things have gotten in the way. Of doing it and i'm almost there ready to do it there is one more step that we have to t- that i have to take testing out and everything like that to make sure um and hopefully the people i've talked to are still down for it um but it's something that i absolutely am excited for because we've done a slight collaboration with you know like big campaign yeah um and two of them <laughs> yes two of them two and of them. hell yeah I think it is one of the coolest things because like crossovers and like TV shows and like comic books and like video games, that's one of my favorite things to do. Like I even did a whole uh, little arc uh, like a, uh, with you guys before in like uh, your crossover campaigns. Crossover, all the campaigns. Yeah, crossover yeah. stuff. And, like mm-hmm. I just think it's a really cool uh, thing. So, uh, okay. Well, um, thank you for those questions, actually, Chappie. You're welcome. Definitely makes you uh, think. You know, about like yourself. I put a lot of thought into these questions. Like I, I I've been toiling over these questions. Like I need to get like really good personal questions that especially curtailed to what he does on the podcast. Um so all right, so then it would be me, right? To ask questions to also Kuma. Me? It'd be him. So I'm terrible at interviews. It's good, me too. People ask me questions, I'll be like, uh, what's the answer? Also, Kuma. Yes. You know, um, as we <laughs> talked talked uh, about a lot of like juggling and things like that. Um, during us producing, when it came to like you being a player, because I also know that like you are a uh, dungeon master uh, as well. And so, after doing all this, what do you feel like when it came when it comes to like playing TTRPGs? You've improved on the most. As a player or as a DM, if this if this production has helped you as a DM, then any like that I'd say uh, for both of them. I think for both, it's learning to just go with the flow of things, mm-hmm. because like being a player and also like like you know being a DM, but like being a player, a lot of things happen. And you're just like, oh, I just want to do this. I want to. I, I have an idea to stop this or or do that. And then there is sometimes, even though like, you know, you're having fun and you're not thinking about it, you could be cutting somebody else off. Or you have to think who at the table is best for this role. Just because it's something that you think is a good idea doesn't mean that you're the person that needs to do it. Right. And I think be, uh, learning to like go with the flow and like work as more of a team mm-hmm. is something that I've learned to do a lot better with the podcast. And you know, like, cause you've DM'd us before the podcast, how 
shit. We would clash heads all the time. All, all, the, time. all, the, time. all the time. Like we still kind of have a little bit of tendencies, but, but it's not as long yeah, as it used to be. Not as it, not like it used to they be. They would either. literally spend a eight hour session arguing for probably like three hours of it, and and thinking too much. Yes, like mm-hmm. we'd be like, oh, we have to go into this fortress, and there's like they would, you know a bad guy in here. We're thinking about everything they think of random scenarios that they have no proven facts that might happen like what if a black hole shows up like <laughs> yeah and, and, and we are 3 a.m conspiracy theories <laughs> it gets it gets crazy and i think that you know doing the podcast and thinking of things more of like this isn't just for me this is for you know who's listening as well has taught me to kind of just like go with the flow and let things happen and since I've like like kind of like learned that, like I feel like things are things work out a lot better. Like if, for example, the last time I screwed up, I feel like is when I decided to pull Corn aside and talk to him alone. Right. And afterwards, I'm just like, fuck, I probably shouldn't have done that. But like you know, making those mistakes have like made me like yeah, learn yeah, sure. and stuff like that. But yeah, I think that uh, learning to go with the flow really. And that crosses over into, like, DMing as well. Like, if the entire group has an idea to do this or do that, I'm not going to be like, oh, no, this isn't possible. If it's a great idea, I'm going to go with it and try to make what you want work the best way possible. Right. So. As you should. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, Well, now I have the opposite of that as what do you feel like you're lacking the most of when it comes to you being a player and or dungeon master good roles <laughs> <laughs> feel you on that one um like something that like since you just like to, you're, yeah. you're telling yourself that you feel like you've improved a lot on that like yeah. do you feel like there's something that you're lacking that you want to try improving uh proving I, I guess more experience uh there is a lot more that I need to learn and I feel like through playing more I'm, I'm able to get a handle on more things but like uh when it comes to dming mm-hmm. like even if i seem like i'm fine i'm nervous the entire time because there's so many things that i'm juggling in my head and trying oh, yeah. to figure shit out and it's just like like i want to make everything work in a way that makes people happy where you're having a good time mm-hmm. but i also don't want it to be too easy to where you're flowing through things and it's not a good time right and it's just like then i'm i'm battling in my head uh-huh. and it, it could get really 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 stressful i think as a player i don't have those issues but it's uh <laughs> learning not to be too horny about things <laughs> as a player yes <laughs> so like do you feel like you lack control as a player Oh, absolutely. I am 100% a chaotic player. 100%. And you feel like you want to try to be a little bit less chaotic? Yeah, like there's, there's, I feel like if I can learn to be a little less chaotic, it, it, things might work smoothly. But Mm -hmm. you, and you, I feel like, like, I know you're not doing it, but I feel like you'll say something and you'll look my direction and I feel like you're triggering me. And it's like, <laughs> it's like, you want me to fuck up, don't you? you <laughs> it's like you're sliding the crack over. You're like, you're like, you want me to smoke the crack, don't you? You want me to fuck up my life? <laughs> okay. 
But yeah, uh, uh, <laughs> learning to have control. Okay. My last question would be, what surprised you the most about the differences in content creating compared to home play? <laughs> because, like, the reason why I asked this question is because for years, even before we decided to do it, for it to be a D&D podcast, we always talked about, man, we should just record what we said and blah, blah, blah. This could be so entertaining. And then, you know, sometimes when, like, those cameras on, everything changes. Yeah. So... I want to get your thoughts on how you feel of the, how you like the if there is, even if there is a, if there even is a difference for you when it comes Ooh. to playing a home game and playing for content. Uh there is somewhat a difference. Uh I feel like when we play home games we're kind of just like, you know, all doing what we do and Though we're supposed to be a team, I feel like we're all individual in our own ways. But something that really surprised me about doing the podcast is like just like re-listening to it is how well we sync together with improv. And like there's some points where like I'm listening and I've heard other people like like listen to it and they're just like, you guys like write that? Cause like sometimes we get we really, really play off of each other right. really well. And I think that that that's probably just like, you know us having experience and playing with each other the for chemistry years. That, yeah so but, much talking shit yeah it's <laughs> so, so much, much talking shit to each other that, that like <laughs> we can kind of like guess like how somebody's gonna be and stuff like that but i feel like we are so much more in sync when we're recording mm -hmm. because we know that we're doing this for a reason and not just for like shits and giggles right so i, I think that's the only difference to me okay we're, we're, we're more fun to listen to when we're recording. <laughs> if somebody was if somebody was recording us and we didn't know when we had our home games, there would be some very funny moments, but there'd be a lot of dead space. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Um, and um, with all those things uh, that we I've asked, how do you what do you uh, look forward to for twenty twenty four? Man, I'm just hoping that uh, we can keep pushing shit out. Do not get to a point where we miss a week. Uh, it's a bold. It's a it's a bold request. Yeah, I, I, hey, I'm hoping. Yeah, I'm hoping. We've done well so far. We can't give them an anime hiatus. No, hell no, <laughs> hell no. Uh, I think the one thing that podcast wise, right, for uh -huh. this story that I would like is I would like a training arc. I think that that having a moment where we all go through our own like little training arcs uh -huh. would be cool just with our you know our anime inspirations that we all have right right because you know you got to have the training arc mm -hmm. <laughs> we've had one in like every campaign we've ever had yeah I think. we've had one in every campaign it's just because we're all a bunch anime. of fucking weebs yeah <laughs> <laughs> which is weird because our weebs our weebness does show through a little bit but it's an, it's a lot lighter than it really is not that fucking 5e anime <laughs> one shot yeah, not that one <laughs> not, yeah, that not that cockatrice and and but that's because we know that I, I feel like that's because we're like you know we're, we're doing this like for content and yeah. things like that we're trying to you know Make sure it all like makes sense. <laughs> but if you guys want to hear us talk about a bunch of anime, please message us because we'll do it. Yes. <laughs> Just strictly that. Yeah. But uh, I think that overall for 2024, I would like to collaborate a lot more and meet more people that we've been communicating with 
in person mm-hmm. to try and do, you know, bigger, better, more fun things. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Well, those are my questions. Hey. Oh, my. Did you feel like you fucked it up? What? Because you know how you would be like, oh, whenever I ask, uh, I get asked questions, you, you know, act like a bitch. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Anytime somebody asks me questions, I overthink everything. I don't know what to do with my hands. <laughs> it's, that's you all day. Yeah, I, don't I don't know what to do with my hands. <laughs> I don't know what to do with my hands. Oh, boy. Jeez. So, uh, to, uh, not stress myself out because you just asked me a bunch of questions. Uh, Drapa, I'm going to ask you questions. Hi, friend. Yeah. So I'm starting this off with a fun one. Ooh. Do you like violence? Oh, yes. Violence is a part of this question. Oh, I'm... <laughs> <laughs> I was just quoting a song, but okay, I'm with it. Who was your favorite kill? Because <laughs> I know that, that the way that you play, you get real invested in certain NPCs. NPCs yeah. So, during this story, okay, if something was to happen, uh huh, where every single NPC that we've met so far, not including Barrett, okay, so we're not including Barrett, not including Barrett, okay, every NPC that we've met so far, not including Barrett, uh huh, you could only save one, the rest dies. Oh, I'm saving Falsetto. Fair. Damn. Did you, did you forget about that? I forgot about you falsetto. Just, you just want to not count falsetto? Yeah, not count falsetto either. Oh, you suck. Oh. Cause, yeah, cause falsetto, I, the reason why I didn't think about falsetto is because if I was to say the same thing to Chappie, I would think that like Sully I wouldn't be a part of that. You know what I mean? Because like, Oh, that, you're talking to Chappie. Chappie's different than Cletus. Well, th- exactly. That's what yeah, he's yeah, saying. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I just pick falsetto because it's easy out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no. Pick no Barrett, no Barrett, oh. and no falsetto because falsetto's basically your kid. <laughs> and we're never saving our wives, so. Yes. <laughs> All the NPCs that we've met so far. Pro- definitely Ida. If definitely Ida, if I can't pick between the main cast, like the main uh-huh. CB3 Rock, and we just gotta throw a random ass NPC, uh, probably Old Man Ray. So who is it? Ida. You'd save Ida? Yes, Ida all day, every so day. So you, you would let Ray die? Yes, favorite NPC is Ida. Everybody in CB3 Rock yes. die? Yes. K-Rogue? You gonna let K-Rogue, K-Rogue die? die? Yes. You gonna let Jeffrey die? <laughs> Hell to the yes. <laughs> you would, you would you let Corn die? Oh. <laughs> you would let Marcel die? Yeah, I think I'm picking Ida over Corn and Mar- Marcel. Yeah? Like, yeah, because I feel like... Let Spike die. Don has hey, we all let Spike Spike <laughs> die. Don't don't put that on me. Um, I feel like Don has like a connection with Ida that that's Yeah. Like if something happened to uh Monica, Monica don't wake up or <laughs> That's that's Clint's woman. You better stop. Clint's a mother Catherine. Yeah, but yeah. he ain't gonna get her either. <laughs> Ida in love with with Clint, and I can burn sage to get rid of Curb. So, and, oh. <laughs> and so Cur- Ida, yeah, Ida, yeah, oh, that, that would have been hard for me because, like, like just thinking about everybody, I'd be like, huh, I don't know. But then, like, when you put Corin into it, I'm just like, man. As much as he treats us like shit, I would never want lo- him to die. I love our banter with Corin. <laughs> you know, I, uh, I know, I, I'll have to say, Corin's involvement in the story has been the biggest probably like one of the big one of the bigger like 
pivots that I've had that I, like I had to do. Like when you guys were like, we need to go back to Gavin Tech, and then like we needed like cut deals with him and things like that. I was like, oh, they're really they're like I thought like it was gonna be like because you know who he is, you know who his relations to. I thought you guys were gonna try to stay away from that as much as possible. And you know when we first got there, that's exactly what we all thought we were gonna do. Yeah. I thought it was going to be like, oh, sweet, we got out scot-free. Now we never have to fuck with him ever again. It's your fault. Yeah, Korn's like your Vegeta because like he was only supposed to be there in the beginning. And then all of a sudden, he's just now a party member for real. And um, <laughs> I know I only talked about this on Late Night Traffic, but um, I had every intention of killing him. Yes. I had every intention of actually killing Korn. I, and I had every intention of not letting you kill him. Yeah, and <laughs> because of you, yeah, you yeah. saved him. <laughs> but, um, not my brother. And you said, well, why is it my fault? Oh, it's your fault because if we didn't see how cold corn and gank was, we would never went back. If if you would just let us ride off in the sunset and Solomon get hit by like a a straight train or some shit like that <laughs> or some cartoon shit, gotcha. We've been cool. Oh yeah. Uh, so Ida, okay. Question number two, and don't take this the wrong way. Okay. Okay. I've been playing with you for years. So uh-huh. he means to take this the wrong way. He's about I've to make playing with mega personal. <laughs> I've play, been playing with you for years. And usually through uh-huh. our campaigns, you and I play as a duo. Yes. Always about Most the of the time, we end up just being a duo. Sure. Always about the fucker. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Every campaign that we've played, anything that we've done, you've come up with the coolest, like crazy ideas for a character, but then revert it back to drop them. Fair enough. Fair enough. You kidding me? How do you feel like the podcast has impacted your role playing? Because with Don, you've stuck with whatever fuckery you've done with him and you continue. It, you haven't fell off yet. So with us beforehand, it was just playing for us. And like I I I hear y'all I, I know my friends, my brothers, I hear y'all y'all talking. I know sometimes when I go try to switch, I can't like focus on it all the time every time we record, like every time we participate in a session. But this is for other people. This ain't just for me. Like I can't just swoop back, come back, swoop back, come back, come back and switch it switch it around every single time. I gotta stay concrete, constant and keep going and keep going. It just helps me maintain. Just help me keep a straight head. This is just a second part to that question. Everyone knows that like Don is like this basketball ten- dentist kind of guy. What was your inspiration when you went into creating Don? <laughs> um, well, my whole creation of Don, it was like the Reaper of the Woods. <laughs> Like the Reaper Woods is um, my father-in-law in my personal life, but that's his nickname. <laughs> Plus, like a little bit of my uncle, Boom Don Lewis. <laughs> so you took inspiration from both yeah, of them and to create this character. Yeah, to create this character because my uncle is kind of that. He's kind of like he's kind of like, like Don. Like yo. I could have been a hooper. Don't shoot me for this, Unc. I'm sorry. <laughs> I could have been a hooper if I had to do this, do that, or if like the passion of music didn't call for me first. I could have been out here in the NBA. And what you could, because he's nice on the court. I'm not gonna say he's not nice on the court, but like you're 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 a father now with kids. Like you can't say that no more. <laughs> like, you have a whole career now, Brody. <laughs> 
Uh, so that's the basketball part. Yeah, and the whole like quirky part was uh-huh. definitely from the Reaper of the Woods. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> but what like what made you think dentist? Um, I legitly was like, what's the most non-basketball <laughs> job? They'd be like, you was a basketball player? Def- dentist. Because you'll never, bl- right? You tell me right now, you go to your dentist, you'd be like, oh yeah, I used to drop 30s on my, 30 on my, you'd be like, no, don't believe it. I don't care if my, Absolutely. I don't care if my dentist is Michael Jordan. I still wouldn't believe it. That is true. It's, and I think that's the one thing that's, that makes your character stick out so much. It's that like, basketball like, like a basketball player slash dentist is wild. It's just a wild idea to come up with that I don't think I've heard anybody come up with before. And I don't think I ever will. You're going to be the only one forever. <laughs> I appreciate that. <laughs> so, question number three. After all that we've like proved to ourselves that we can like achieve this year. What ideas would you like to bring to life for year two of cock? Oh, I'm trying to switch seats with Psycho for year two of cock. Hey. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I'm trying. I'm, like for like a yeah. mini campaign? Uh, Mini campaign or depending how I set this up or feel, a full campaign, full campaign. Oh, okay. okay, let's get it. Let's get seat. Yeah. So uh, as a part of that, like what, what kind of world do you think you would like to dive into? Um, well, since you motherfuckers probably would be, you're going to be the ones playing it. I'm thinking of dungeon, like um, dungeon crawling. Hmm. Just a full on dungeon crawling campaign. Yeah. Like it, most of our like battle actions and stuff would be dungeon crawling. Oh, okay. And I, like, uh, I can't fantasy Lord of ring S gas. A squirrel. Hey. Knowing you, I feel like your dungeon crawling is going to be like some Black Clover dungeon crawling. That'd be sick. And that would be pretty cool. That'd be cool. That'd be cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, that's what I got for you. I'll be the healer. Don't worry. <laughs> I don't Thank want you. Because it can't I be drop up. One, because A, one, one, in this campaign, yet have you died? No, but I've. Have I I've, not treated your I've, insulin? I've watched you lay your hands on you more than me. <laughs> Because I be up in the action. You don't. <laughs> <coughs> Where Rosie be? In the cabinet? He be in depression. Not using, a, not using a weapon? Thank you. Hey, fuck oh. you. <laughs> How many sessions we been in? How many sessions was it for you didn't use a weapon? A grip. Like four. I use all the weapons now. <laughs> Shrapnel don't count. <laughs> Dumb. Uh, yeah, but don't worry. I'll be the healer. Why don't you want me to be the healer? Because I want you to actually enjoy your fucking self. Stop playing with my emotions. Why, why can't Cause I Because I, I, I know you... So, whole thought process is... Yo, yo, I want your peak horniness level. I don't want 80% horniness, horniness cycle. I've never done that. hundred. I understand you don't, but I feel like you, you'll just be like, I'll stay back. He will 100% enjoy himself. He will be the healer and also just be a paladin. I don't know. I wouldn't even be a paladin. Cleric. I'd be a multi-class of, of a cleric and druid. Mm. Any other ideas but, you would like to bring to life for year two? Oh, for year two. Um, that calendar idea. I know I'd be BSing yeah. about it, but I low-key want to do I want to do a calendar photo shoot with us. It can be like... If we get 100 subscribers on Patreon. Yeah, you get to see some... Some calendars are never making it out. <laughs> <laughs> Not with that fucking attitude. And what we got in store for Gen Con year two? 
Oh. It's gonna be something. It's gonna be something. It's gonna be something. Finna be expensive. <laughs> now that we have a pretty good lay of the land, yeah, it's gonna right. be it's gonna be expensive. Yeah. What my man just said. <laughs> yeah, you're not gonna be able to get away from cock. Yeah. Call cock all in your face. Gen Con is not With one of those permission. places you show up yeah. like Cat Williams, eat two nuggets, throw four out the window. No. You don't do that. <laughs> We're keeping all six to ourselves. <laughs> Facts. Yeah, no sharing. Chevy boy. What's up, dog? You ready? I've been ready. You've been ready? Been ready. Okay. I'm going to take it. <laughs> What's one of your favorite inside jokes from the podcast? From the podcast? Mm-hmm. <laughs> we all know what it is. It's, it's, it's been developing. <laughs> and it happens to deal with me. <laughs> and some of my cousins. Can, can, I, can I get it one time? One, one time? One, one time, time for one, one time? time. <laughs> Drop a crit is my cousin, too. Just That's so you guys know. True. And if you champy cousins, count your fucking days, bitch. Taking the world by storm. That's it. I like that. I that like shit was that. funny. That shit was funny as fuck. Still funny. Yeah, it was um, during our late night traffic that inside joke happened, and I'm sure as you've, it's definitely spilled out into the uh, main <laughs> main feed now. Main feed now. Um, so uh, check it out. Yeah, <laughs> sign up for Patreon. Listen to late night traffic. Question number two. Oh, what was something unexpected from Gen Con that you thoroughly enjoyed? Like. One Piece. One Piece card? TCG. <laughs> that we were just hunting. Just TCG probably, I guess, just, in general. Yeah, it kind of really dived into it. No, I haven't been in the trading card games or anything like that ever since I was a kid. You know, we all grew up, grew out of that shit. Some of them did, some didn't. Shout out you who did it because you guys are out here right now. <laughs> got all them, got them fucking shadowless fucking <laughs> base sets right now. Fucking living in Miami. <laughs> <laughs> On the Gulf of Mexico. Living your best life. You well, okay? You sound a little, a little jelly. Wish I'd have kept them bitches. I just remember who I gave them to too. And if I wish you was my cousins. <laughs> <laughs> and like it just opened the floodgates for you in general when it comes oh, to yeah. card games because finally then you tried magic because of it. Mm-hmm. And, and now I'm spent uh, too much money on <laughs> One Piece cards and magic cards. Um. For real, though, just like the experience of Gen Con overall, um, I can't wait to go back for year two. I love meeting the people. I love seeing people's reactions to stuff. I liked the panels. I liked all the promotions. I liked. I just liked the whole experience as a whole. Obviously, the biggest takeaway was One Piece because it's all over my house and magic's <laughs> all over my house. And now my magic cards are all over Cycle's house. I, I sure feel, are. <laughs> I feel like that also influenced you to go ahead and finish the series too. Yeah, it really did. It. Um, I Thank was kind of stunted at One Piece for a long time because I got up to like Dress Rosa, didn't even finish it, which is like what seven hundreds, late six hundreds, seven hundreds Dress about. Rosa. So and I watched all the way up to that, and then I kind of like flattened out, and I was just like, okay. Granted, when I do watch animes, I watch that shit very fast. It was probably two or three months of just watching One Piece straight. Chappie is a binger. Binger. It's bad. But that got me into the into the anime, and now I am uh, almost caught up. <laughs> I almost caught up. Uh, we got about 30 episodes of the anime left, and then hopefully I jump into the manga and then get really caught up. 
and then I want to get on the My Hero manga next, and then the Jujutsu Kaisen manga next. We'll see. But God, shit is fire. <laughs> Shit's fire. My third and final question is a two-parter question. Ooh, I like two-parters. You're a man of many voices and many personas. Yes. What do you do to keep your persona going, like to pr- practice your voice, to nail it down for you can have everything? Talk to myself a lot. Listen to Luke Bryan. <laughs> Shut the fuck That's up. That's exactly what I was it's about to say. It's never been that. It's never, ever Hell been yeah. that. Right here. Um, the process is actually very random. Okay. I kind of just... Like for the anime thing, and I was just like, mm-hmm. okay, well, generic with deep voice. I haven't done that. My thing, my shtick is like, I want to have a different voice for every single character that I play. And it forces me to work on voices. So I'll, another thing that helps me like really tune up on getting voices down is singing songs and other voices, which I, you've heard me say, sna- send you Snapchats yes. of me like singing country rap songs and all kinds of shit like that. Yes. Just taking your voice and then just going through singing a song to practice because you get the higher notes you can get the lower notes and it helps keep it more consistent we have heard i do declare saint Clair from you do you <laughs> have any other voices on the shelf that you're waiting to like unload yes actually i do have a Is few he's a voice can we get can i we have one I, I have a few i have the original character that we played in our first campaign quake that psycho talked about in his interview I want to bring that voice back for something special. I haven't figured out what it is yet. I've got that. I've got a good little British voice going on that I've been holding in my back pocket. Um, You guys already got the other. And then there's like a third country voice, but we're going to save that for a later, later, later date. But yeah, we got a couple things. We got a couple things. We're going to have one for uh something that we're going to tease at the end of this episode, actually, that I have a new voice for. I kind of just sit there and just say a bunch of words until I find a voice. And then I take that and then I pretty much sing songs. And that's how I adapt my uh, characters. Thank you for letting us know your process. That's it. Thank you for the questions. Of course. It's been an absolutely fantastical time. Yeah. And um, that's all the questions. I think everybody had some really good questions. And like we we've uh, talked about this a lot, but I feel like now that it's been a full on year of us playing this campaign, do you guys have a absolute favorite moment? I do. I definitely do. Let me start it off. Go ahead. Go ahead. I I think the moment that sticks out to me the absolute most, and it's because of how well we played off of each other, like. Even afterwards, we were, like, dying about it. Is the whole backseat of Barrett's car scene. <laughs> when we were on... When we just got to, like, Guava Falls. We oh, all like got super full, emotional. Like episode. <laughs> yeah, we all got super emotional. And we're just crying with each other in the backseat about making fun of each other. And then, like, how it even, like, extended more into that day of just, like... Us being like, it's us against the world, and then started to treat like Barrett like crap and shit like that. <laughs> <laughs> I, that scene is absolutely hilarious to me. Um, my number two after that would be when we went back to beat up those kids. 
But we ended up going to fight the dead. But my favorite part about that entire thing is when Cletus ran up to go do the elbow drop and just hit the concrete and then laid there. (laughs) Uh, um, I'll go after you. Okay. One of my favorite moments of this podcast has to be me and Don and Cleese bathroom scene when we mm-hmm. torched the whole bathroom. Burn the whole fucking you, bathroom down. <laughs> it's just the noise, the fucking cacophony of noises going on in the background. You just like, yeah, I don't know what they're doing in there. They're probably just like, you know, taking a long poop or just being <laughs> all kind of bang, bang, bang. I can hear that. You, you know, corn, you know, they just out here untrained. Un- they going through emotional distress. It was just fucked his bathroom. <laughs> Second one is the one that gets motherfuckers the most. Like not us, but sorry, not us, but like some of the listeners I heard is you shoved me in the elevator. Who you? <laughs> that <laughs> who? that shit. Oh, <laughs> shit gets me. Yeah. <laughs> I had to look up what episode it was from. What, the bathroom? No, my favorite part. Oh. My favorite part, probably. It's, it's probably a toss-up between one and two. It's between the elevator incident <laughs> and the fucking late night alley beatdown on episode nine. Where everybody fucking panic ran away from fucking <laughs> DJ Heavy Beat. <laughs> and, like, nobody knew what the fuck to do. Dot's like... Wait a minute, what? This is blood? We were looking for the... We just had a little throwback to that today. In the second oh, part of the holiday special. Oh, man. So you're looking for a tall, young guy <laughs> and a, a short, old something. I don't remember what it was. Short, was, short black guy, yeah, old black guy. Right. An Asian with a mullet and a tall, young guy. <laughs> yeah, but between that... Fucking the Tyrone shit in the elevator. The, 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 the Baxi girl shit was funny too. <laughs> when they got ran over by a bus. <laughs> what the fuck? Um, oh, I think there's an episode afterwards. Chappie right? should rewrite the grandma got ran over by a reindeer. <laughs> For Cletus, Maxie, just do a whole fucking yeah, country yeah. Christmas album. Maxi got ran over or by a bus. <laughs> Fucking with my homies Christmas Day. Yo, you know the song I seen mommy kissing Santa Claus. You can just do I seen DJ Heavy Beat dying in the alley. Or I seen my daddy kissing my wife. <laughs> uh, see, I wasn't gonna put that on you. I was gonna let you live your life. I also really like this I always sell the episodes, especially that latest one we did. <laughs> Have you give a raccoon the clock? Shit gets done. I'm just I wanna make that shirt. I promise you. Shit gets <laughs> done. Done. <laughs> I had a lot of favorite moments. I, I uh I enjoyed I enjoyed all of it, actually. It's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun hearing other people talk about it too. Yeah. Like uh my buddy Hooks, who who loves Rosie. Rosie's his favorite character. Shout out hooks! Thanks for listening all the time. <laughs> oh, dude, he when he had, he had a conversation with me when we went to the bar crawl, and he was just like, "I'm so happy you went back. That dad deserved it. That dad deserved everything he got." And I was just like, "Damn!" He's like, "Y'all shot us. Y'all should have shot him." I was like, <laughs> "I was like, oh, okay." Count your fucking days. I, and then I told him, and I'll tell y'all, I don't care. <laughs> 
my original plan was to beat up the kid. And then we were just like, that probably wouldn't uh, translate well. So <laughs> we should probably just go after the His dad. dad's getting it today. <laughs> I was like, I'm probably the same height as this kid. I go fight this kid. <laughs> Psycho. My absolute favorite moment would probably have to be it's not a funny moment i'd say is the first time spell speak shows up mm. fuck you <laughs> and like it is more of a personal like there's 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 more reasons why for me why it's my favorite um but I think it, it uh, one, one of the reasons why I love it is because it's, I feel like when I did that, it broke like the, the tropey, like, I guess you could say like the, the tropey, like formula of how you, like how like the story was presumed to go as in like new city, new bad guy, new problem. You know what I mean? Takes yeah. the, yeah. Yeah. As like, even like you guys thought that you weren't even going to see spell speak till you went till you got to Azelstep. We were wrong. Very wrong. <laughs> and and I will say, it, it might not sound as bad to you guys, but when Psycho did that shit to me, broke Rosie's sword, all types of shit, I was emotional. I, 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 I was actually sad as fuck. Like, I, I was like, damn, like, I felt like tearing up because I was just like, shit, what would somebody like Rosie fucking do after this? Like, that moment... And my second favorite moment would be Don activating his power. Mm. Um, those are two things that I have actually been like envisioning for all, almost like since the beginning of the production, um, because I feel like they're pivotal pivotal moments in the story. So I guess those uh, that's and that's one of the reasons. Those would be the reasons why those are like my two favorite moments of the uh, podcast. Makes sense of the main. Uh, stuff but um do you guys have like favorite like clash of crits just in general like favorite moments of like it, and it could be something else of like the podcast or like you know when it came to production or things like that i i have one right away it's what i think about all the time now oh yeah yes God. i think about it every time i look at you psycho me yes oh mm. okay those nudes he accidentally sent into the group chat well, we went to gen con uh-huh <laughs> We went to Gen Con. We're all having a fucking great time. It's me and Psycho. And this motherfucker rips his pants wide open. <laughs> and we're we're in the vendor's hall trying so goddamn hard to find him like some sweatpants or something. And it was just it just became a large hunt for pants. I bought these like medieval pants for like fucking eighty bucks. They're like canvas pants yeah. that were itchy and hot as fuck. You still got them, Billy? Yeah, of course. I'm, I'm paying fucking eighty dollars <laughs> for them, bitches. <laughs> Probably the most expensive pants you ever bought. It's gonna be in one of my fucking cosplays. I'm gonna make it worth something. <laughs> Yo, it was ridiculous doing this shit because he's just like walking around we're just like dude where the fuck can we get something we need to get and pants it was nothing now. but fucking shirts all they had was shirts 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 i almost debated on buying like there was like that blanket that was gonna he was just gonna wrap, but it, around. Also wrap it around gird it up yeah oh it was so hilarious and you will get to see it because it was all recorded on the gopro it was recorded <laughs> along yes. with a lot of other shit oh yeah. yes but 
it's one of my favorite cock moments because I'm dying laughing. And I know Psycho's upset, but like he was, because of the situation, he couldn't even help to like laugh as well. And he's just like, why me? Why the fuck did this happen to me? Here, of all places. Of all places. It was hilarious. Gotta meet all I, these people. I went down on my knee to tie my shoe, and then it was <laughs> right away. Okay. <laughs> Just your face. <laughs> my favorite uh, cock production moment is also at Gen Con. Yeah, and that was when we officially when we were at at that beer tent, and it was. Us, Slay the Stars, Dork Day Afternoon, AARPG, all of us just kind of there. Just hanging out. Hanging out as like real friends. People being people. Oh yeah, I enjoyed that. My, yes. my second favorite moment of cock is that exact moment, but it's when I posted the picture and photoshopped Jeff in there as a half <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Um, but like that, that was my favorite uh, like Clash of Crits uh, moment. Yeah. Uh, like Gen Con made everything that we were doing so worth it. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. Like, and when like that moment came to be where we all like actually met up because we were originally just meeting up like with say the stars and then Dork Day, uh, Dork Day they were available at the same time and then AARPG shows up and we're like, oh my god, we're the, these are the people that we've been talking to for the past eight months or whatever. It felt so. It felt like everything was real. Yes, like, exactly. It felt like everything was real. Hey, and I felt. I, hey, I felt like a bad bitch. I was. I was there. <laughs> hey, I had the phone out on Instagram Live. There was yes. only like five people on there, right. but I was just like, hey, <laughs> hey, this is the Indianapolis Event Center. <laughs> so that was my favorite moment. Um, favorite cock production moment. I won when we did our campaign across. Um cross universe campaign with big campaign that whole entire thing made like damn like yo we we out here on another person's podcast that shit is hard yeah. as fuck like yeah <laughs> my favorite cock moments of actual being cock cockers i have so many um the gen con thing you know being a little buzzed up in the fucking parking lot with all the homies was definitely a very full circle moment Our first episode launch, where we drank that bottle of fucking Johnny Walker Blue Ooh, up there. Yep, still up there. That was a really good one. Going to round one and conning them out of all of those anime figurines was another good one. Oh, hey, we did yeah, the photo shoot. Yeah. yeah. That one's up there. Um, fuck for people who don't know, uh, round one is this... Uh, I mean, I don't know if it's outside of like the Ohio area. I just know... That one, it's like a David Bust, at least ours is like a David Buster's, but like for weeps. Mm -hmm. So like they have like actual like toy machines from like Sega, like from Japan, mm -hmm. and all and all different types of games like straight from J Japan and everything like that. It was very very like that entire mall is very like weeb esque uh, <laughs> influence. So yeah, and they had those claw machines, and we cheated and or hustled and or lied and stole. <laughs> well. Were you not? Yeah, but it's their fault. <laughs> what? It's their fault. I didn't I actually say, win a bunch. And so did I. Yeah. You were the one that were like, oh, wait, I could say that. Yeah. And then sure. he did. Yeah. I will say. They got a bunch of money. They are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they do better than Psycho us. was going hard on games there, though. They had a game that was like, like an anime beat saber kind of thing oh. where you could play like through like. 
anime and video game songs. Yeah. And he was going ham. Mm-hmm. It was uh, 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 Undertale. Yes, Undertale. Which Psycho is, goes hard on the games. Yeah, as we've stated earlier, I, do, I go hard on games. Back in his youth, he was a DDR hero. <laughs> yes, yes. Leave that man alone. <laughs> He's not lying. I'd play the shit yeah. out of some DDR. Truth. Back when he was several sizes smaller. I mean, I want to say several. I was still fat. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you were sneaky fat, though, because you'd go dance for 75 minutes. Yeah, it's because I was only smoking for two years, yeah. not 10. But we, we, hey, we, we, we would go by like 14 monsters who would go ham on rock bands. Yeah. Get yeah. sweaty. Yep. More favorite cock moments. We're playing rock band, be like, whoa, Jake can sing? <laughs> oh, when he would sing Evanescence, perfect pitch mm. on the hardest difficulty. What? Yes. yes. Oh, you're not hip what? to that. Yes. yes. I mean, he can't do it now. No, not at all. But like, like he would sing on the hardest difficulty. Like Evanescence gave me like perfect pitch to it. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah! Another moment that comes to mind, and, it, and it's just because the re- the reason why I enjoyed it was not my joke. It was how you laughed so hard that you couldn't function, Psycho. And it's during the, the first, <laughs> the first Sully. Uh, always Sully when I'm just like <laughs> my name is Manfetio but the ladies call me ah! and you, you, you couldn't I couldn't it. shattered it <laughs> I couldn't shattered I even like had to stop when I was like editing it to like stop laugh because I just I, I I just wasn't expecting that <laughs> like out of all the things and like I think that's like when like I really start like laughing is because like you guys catch me by surprise. Oh yeah, yeah. Because like I, I like I've been you know we've known each other for so long that like uh, certain things I can expect to hear from you guys and it's funny. But like when you say something just I was not expecting, it throws me off guard. And I feel like that that's when we laugh the most is like when we catch each other off guard and say something completely yeah. off the rails. Sure. Like those are my favorite things to do. You bitch, bitch ass, flat face barn owls like that. Like, but like the, the thing that fucked me up about like during that one is because Mephesto is dressed as it. He's just like, I'm a greyhound owl, but today I'm a flat face bitch barn owl. Like you obviously have so much hate for it. Why are you dressed like that? Who's been garnering this hatred for Hedgewick? I love Malfestio. It's, it's one of my fun. favorite things. Absolutely. Bang. I love It's Always Sully. And like, I, it's, <laughs> it happens organically. Oh, yeah. The, the setup for It's Always Sully happened organically where Cletus convinced you guys to leave Sully as a prank. And he was able to distract everybody enough to where it was long enough to where it was way too long. And I don't know how. It's because that's what bards do. Oh man! Because we wrote and you guys wrote trash insights afterward uh, as mm. well. Another always sully moment that I absolutely love <laughs> is when <laughs> during the prison break when we go to get Clint and we bust that door down and y'all and just fucking, being wild as fuck in front of Clint. And skip those skips. Has <laughs> got the fucking gun and bow shoots the fuck out of the guy. <laughs> Man, was that Skips' fucking session. <laughs> Listen, I, in my head, I was like, I hope you don't think I'm not going to use this Glock with this red code. I, I, I just oh, didn't think that it would work every single time. Dude, and you were you were oh. flustered at a certain point. You're, just like, just like, you're oh like, like, how? How the fuck is he rolling like this? I, I, 
I would like to think, even with all the things that Clint has done, that's probably been the craziest thing in his life. Look, he's not gonna have PTSD from prison. It's gonna be that. <laughs> Absolutely. Every time he sees a scroll, small the tree. animals, small animals. Like Don't he's definitely them. gonna flinch every any single time he sees like Sully like move in a certain way. Oh, yes. for sure. You slithering oh. ass bitch. Oh, uh, I think that's probably. Oh, that's probably one of my favorite. Uh, always Sully's. Oh, another cock moment. Oh, another cock moment. Um, Waffle House. Waffle House, a hundred percent. In in game in uh, in real life, yes, yeah, yeah. Yes. Um, the the ratchet or uh, the righteous or ratchet thing was a very like funny thing to do, and I like that it bled into our real life because I actually never had been to a Waffle House. So Neither. fire! Yeah. I think I was the only one that has been. To I went to one before the, yeah, okay. in New Orleans and four thirty in the morning. You know, we decided to go to one on our way home from from Gen, uh, Con. From Gen Con, and you know, it was. I think it was. Clo- not far from that episode, I think. It, it was like, you know, yeah, it was like our first episode of like, yeah. um, yeah. but it was, uh, and like that shit slaps. It does. <laughs> That's honestly does. what I can't wait for in 2024. I hope we hit a couple more Waffle Houses. Yeah, I hit one a couple a couple weeks ago in Florida and what? that bitch was Waffle Watches. House. Sponsor us, please. Yeah, but if we we're s- down with the get down, it don't matter. But That's the thing. They're going to want us to fight people. So? I got pent up frustrations. I know. It's just that, like, I got to fight for a sponsorship, literally. Got to get you back in DDR shape. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> hey, I, I'm down to join a Waffle House brawl tournament. Like, <laughs> I'm down. <laughs> you're going to lose. <laughs> they were like, no I mean, he rules. didn't say he's down to win. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because they're never going to be like, no rules. It's, it's going to be some chick named Becky with a chair that's going to win. I'm about to like, say. <laughs> She's gonna be seven months pregnant and gonna be dropping everybody. Uh so she gets elbow dropped from the top of the fucking cash register. <laughs> Did you seen the video that the, they threw the chair at the one chick and <laughs> she grabbed it from behind the counter, yes. one hand yeah. completely swung it around and threw it back? Yes. I'm just like, this bitch Thor? Like <laughs> 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 I wonder what tests you have to go. Through. It's not. It's not just the interview process. You got to go through physical tests to work. At, you have at to a lift Waffle a House. chair out of the fucking concrete to show that you are worthy to work at. It's Waffle like House. how you're working to get a job at Popeyes. You just have to not listen. You just have to do everything inaccurate, <laughs> and then be willing to fight afterwards. Be willing to argue why you fucked up the order. Just gotta double down. Right. They're Did like they're guess? like we're we're like Popeyes, but we we do actually serve people. Like, yes, <laughs> like we serve you. We will fight, but we serve you. And <laughs> it's because we can see your asses behind the counter. We watching you, right? And like you know, with all that, uh, as we talked a lot about Gen Con, and we've mentioned some people like Slay the Stars, Dark Day, and Big Campaign, um, ARPG. Uh, we would really like to say like like to give a, like a big shout out to all those people and even more. You know, um, like Big Campaign. Also, and like YF Techno, um, yeah. AARPG, but like even Dice like of pe- Thunder, yeah, like people who didn't be like Dice of Thunder, Two um, Monsters Rolling Dice, Two Monsters hey. Rolling Dice, Lizards and Locations, hey. like, um, oh, yeah. even shout out Lally for listening to every episode. That's wild, Boss Baby, yeah, Boss Baby was out here, she'd be like, caught up. Shout out Gravity Fails, <laughs> you did a good job DMing that, uh. Side hustle, side hustle campaign. campaign for big campaign. There you go. Sure. Shout out five GMs in a trench coat. 
And shout out YF Technos Game Company, Twisted Crystal Games. If you love TTRPGs, check him out. Um, Matthew's Nerdy Nation, who gave us a great oh, review yeah. in our early time. It's uh, it was uh, I guess like humbling to have to like get to get something like that. That's also one I mean? of my favorite cock moments too. Is just. Yeah. Somebody reaching out to actually like want to do like a little a little review of the Clash of Crits podcast. And Matthew, if you're listening to this, we got some episodes. We got some new episodes since then. And I just want to say thank you for inviting me to your um, home game because I actually do a text-based home game with Matthew Nerdy, uh, Matthew's Nerdy Nation. Oh, hell yeah. What was the um, radio show that we were on? Oh, um, Vigilante Radio Live. We also did an interview on on vigilante radio and that was actually really uh awesome to do uh the the producer he was the he was one of the producers for bone thugs busy bone right yeah yep. yeah yeah like, critically sure. stupid podcast has been oh crit cool stupid too. i love crit stupid. crit stupid i would love to do something with crit stupid yeah. crit stupid's a lot of fun game master monday i like them a lot they're a lot of fun and shout out Ginger Geek Gal 56 on the X and her awesome game that she's been working on called A Divine Calling. Met you at Gen Con. You were pretty awesome. Wizards Respite. They uh, they be shouting us out all the time. They're pretty good folks. Also, shout out to Australia Extinct Gaming. John Legitimine Games. Dude, where's my drift? Dungeon and Dudes. Dice of Thunder. Derps and Dragons. And you know, and if we uh if we missed you, uh we, we still love you. We still love you. We love you guys. And you know, we're um on the X social media, you know, we talk to you guys all the time. Um You guys have been great. You guys have been amazing. You guys have been um a large part of what like keeps us going, really. You know what I mean? The the community in general, as uh, also Kuma said earlier, has been extremely supportive, and it is a an honor. It's an honor, yes. It's an honor to be a part of it, because it is it is one of those things where, legitimately, we want everyone to succeed. You know, it's no kind of undercutting or nothing like that. It's, you know, it's not like one of those kind of things. It is. One of it's one of those things where we can all literally help each other like rise, you know. Yeah, and I mean like we hopped right on board. Like as soon as we joined, YF Techno and Big Campaign were supporting heavy, and we're just like fuck it, we're gonna do the same thing. We just started like, you know, learning learning more about these people and just dropping more support for everyone else. And it, it's it's crazy how this spider web of TTRPGs. Are, are strongly connected there for sure thank you you know i don't i don't think there's any like and like it's a, it's a simple two words but like it's really what we we mean thank you guys oh yeah greatly appreciate it we love all of you guys in the ttrpg community it's been one hell of a year and hopefully plenty more to come. Yes, plenty more to come. That is one the, hell of That is definitely the hope. You know, even after like this um campaign is over, then you know, we can just like jump into other ones and definitely something. Yeah, we're going to get real famous and then we're going to break up and then we're not going to be together for like 
10 years and then we're gonna get back together like smosh and break the internet i just like to say when we break up it's gonna be all osokuma's fault though yeah it's gonna be my fault because you wanted to break away because you thought you could do better yeah, no, I'm, I'm, and then you're gonna become the hardcore drug addict in rehab. Damn, y'all gonna throw that on me? You're the one who broke us up. Yeah, fuck Damn, you. Question. Right. I'm gonna be like Shaggy. I'm gonna be like, it wasn't me. But why you got coke on your nose? <laughs> That's not coke. That baby powder. It could be baby powder. <laughs> could be a mix of both. Yeah. Yeah. He'd be like, oh shit, which one did I use? God damn it, <laughs> motherfucker! Wonder why my kid was dancing on the ceiling. <laughs> oh. We'd also like to give a special shout out to the people who have subscribed to our Patreon. You know, um, you guys have gone above and beyond of support for us. And it has been, once again, another humbling experience that you have chosen to put your money towards us. Um, I'd like to give a shout out to my significant other, Nicole who has been supporting us since day one and as the the day patreon came out she became a uh, she became a supporter uh we definitely want to shout out nomi who is a a patreon and uh he was our first guest on the show yes either he's our number one fan or uh he just talks to us because he has no other friends <laughs> both <laughs> yeah both I like to give a special shout out to my significant other, Joy. Thank you for supporting us through this wonderful time. I hope we cause you great laughs. I would like to give a shout out to the man, the myth, the legend, the West Coast demon himself, <laughs> the DM of Big Campaign Pod, Mr. <sighs> Jeff. Thank you for the lovely care package. We're going to have some cock stuff sent to you as soon as we can. We appreciate all the love, support. And having us on your very own show. That's how I know it's real. Hell yeah. That's you, how I know it's real. <laughs> Jeff, what are you wearing? Don't talk to Jeff. Um, I also would like to give a shout out to uh, Patreon uh, Kasumi. Hey, Sumi Soup. Kasumi, you are the, you are our first like fan that we had no interaction with till you became a Patreon member. And it was a very like exciting experience Hell yeah. because we all looked we got the notification i'm like do you know this person no nope. do you know this person do you know this person you sure you don't know this you sure you don't know who this person is you absolutely made us feel amazing and it made us feel like we're doing something right if we yes. fi finally got one that, yeah, we're just like <laughs> yes we love you kasumi you you are very important to us right now <laughs> you are our favorite except for jeff and everybody else, because you're all our favorites. <laughs> but thank you for favorites. coming in every week and commenting about an episode. Yes. Thank you. And then, the man, the myth, the legend himself. Bum, 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 oh, the, he, he drove 386 miles per hour in his rocket ship all the way to Gen Con to come see us. Because he's the man. YF Techno! <sighs> Thanks, Kyle. You're the man. Big Kyle power. Big, Big Kyle power. Kyle I love you. Hours. <laughs> we love you all. All of you. We truly do. Thank you for listening. And we hope you continue to listen. Because we got some shit for you. Yes. Yes, we Especially do. you. For uh, our Patreon subscribers and possibly new ones, if you get excited for this, um, we are starting an official campaign 
on Patreon. <gasps> oh, wow. I'm so excited. It is called Warcocks. What it is essentially is the party are a team of warlocks living in a school of magic. I know. Don't sound right, does it? <laughs> Take the easy way out. Um, I call dibs on Gryffindor. Lame. Oh. <laughs> Slytherin baby. I mean, well, I am actually Gryffindor. Like, try when, like, hard I do, like, the test, So Slytherin all fucking day. You're a try hard cut. No, I'm. Nobody like ever wants to be Slytherin. That's, that's false. Everyone's like, that's, that's false. actually false. That's I, false. I will I've say, never met one in the I flesh. I will say, I would be Gryffindor, but. I'd be the reverse of Harry. I'd be asking to go to Slytherin. One hundred percent. I'd just be in Team Slytherin. You know, Slytherin was like the most popular, te- uh, most popular house pick in the Harry Potter game. Because you can pick your own house. Yeah. Oh. Okay. And like when they do like those tests and everything like that, a lot of people are Slytherin. Yeah. Yo, Sasuke Uchiha, motherfucker. Don't worry about me in my life. Okay, oh, I mean, it's better than being a Hufflepuff. Hey, hey, Facts. you better not disrespect Hufflepuffs yeah. out here. Y'all didn't do shit. Facts. You better not disrespect hey. Hufflepuffs hey, out Chappie. here. It what? ain't me, it's but cool. I you and me gonna be a Slytherin together. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna be a Slytherin together. As long as you just remember that a snake is not inf- in an amphibian. Huh? <laughs> what you mean? Yeah, mm. ain't it one of them my mamas? <laughs> Listen here. The best house is the claw, and you're gonna respect the claw out here, um, baby. Yes, but we are doing a. Separate campaign for Patreon subscribers only, where they are a team of warlocks, and it is going to definitely be something. So come check it out. Join our Patreon. Come hang out. We have a Patreon only Discord chat. Uh, we got um, a lot of stuff. You know what I mean? We got dungeon discussions. We have the after show late night traffic. We also have a one shot of us playing a a very anime heavy. TTRPG. Hell yeah. <laughs> you know? And we got Cockatrice 50-50. We're, we're just being a bunch of drunk bastards talking the most shit. And also, I'm sorry for anybody I offend on Cockatrice 50-50. I did not mean to say those things. It was the liquor talking. I probably did, but I'm going to pretend like I don't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and to that, I guess we can we cheers to the new year as hopefully we will see you in the all the other episodes um i think you know per usual before we say goodbye does anybody have any plugs i do i have so many fucking plugs that we literally plug them all fucking episode and i'm not gonna plug myself because this episode is about you guys and i love all of you but the episode's literally about us, our, our reflection. I know, but it's about them liking us. So I got to like them back by not supporting my own self. I got to support them. This episode's about them. I like what Ch- what uh, Chappie just did. So I'm not going to give you no plugs either for myself. But I mean, I definitely want you guys to check out Clash of Crits. So check out Clash underscore of underscore crits with a K. I want you to just come talk to me. Come in the Discord, please. Please come talk to me. I have nobody to talk to. These guys only talk to me when we record. That's it. I text them during the week and they don't reply. I need you to calm down, Tevin Campbell. Ooh. He's just trying to trigger us. He's just trying to trigger us. He's just trying to trigger us. (laughs) Trigger warning. 
It's your boy Dropper Crate here. I got all these plugs. I need an extension cord. You can just follow me. <laughs> if you need my plug, you can listen to any other episode and follow me from that. Thank you for listening. I greatly enjoy you guys and we appreciate you. I think if we're doing, you know, the other ones, the other things that we should plug is Hybrid Punk. They made some actual music for us, like custom music that we got in the beginning of the year. And, and then same thing for Shinovas, who did our theme song. You know, we found them on Fiverr. They've worked with us uh, really closely to work with some of the things that we have, and they they do some really great work. Hell yeah. Big shout out, Shinovas, because a lot of people continue to listen because they love the theme song. Yeah. 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 Um, and that being said, I think that is everything. We hope to continue to entertain you throughout the year. Bye. Chasing, Chasing traffic. traffic. Trying to get on my way to my job. Chasing, Chasing traffic. traffic. Just like a stinky, ratty, homeless dog. Fuck. Chasing, Chasing traffic. traffic. Damn, I almost ran over my, got my paws. <laughs> Chasing traffic. Yeah. Oh, no. Let me get that back. You're Let not allowed to have it back. No, I think it's perfect the way yeah, it is. No. It's perfect. <laughs> This was a Clash of Crits podcast. Theme song done by Shanovis, with additional music done by Hybrid Punk. If you enjoyed our show, please give us a rating. See you in the next episode.